three, two, one, here we go. Hello, people of that beautiful life podcast. This is Roddy Bergstrom talking all the way from Stockholm, Sweden. It's episode thirteen of this beautiful podcast, and we—I say we—I going to get to that soon. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, we have been missing you guys out there. We haven't been uh, doing an episode for two weeks, and I was just too talking to my dear friend. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, he's still in the shadows. I know. Be patient. Be patient. And we just said, "Oh, bro, we haven't been talking and we haven't been recording." But now, finally, we're sitting down doing another episode for you, and we hope you're gonna enjoy, it, guys. Say hello to my dear friend Kudus Campbell. How are you, my buddy? Uh, I'm good. I am good. I'm very, very good. Um, hello. Um, this is my voice. It's, <laughs> hello. It's, it is back. Uh, if you notice any difference <laughs> from this episode and the last episode, I am back on. Uh, I'm back on a blue mic. <clears throat> I I was using the Speedlink mic before in the last episode, and I'm back on a blue um, mic. I'm actually using the the arm and the pop filter from the Speedlink setup, but with just uh, my blue um, snowball at this, oh. at this moment right now. So. Smart. So shout out to, to Speedlink and their their arm and pop filter if it if it does the job because so far it seems like it does um it's doing a good job um the mic should probably be be binned though it's not um it's I so actually you know what I did a review with that mic and listening to the review well, it didn't sound half bad it was um I did a review of a Yu Gi Oh game and uh, listen back to the audio and it actually didn't sound that half bad the only thing it looks terrible when you're um when you're editing like it looks so thin and you have to actually boost it a lot like you have to boost the audio really really a lot because it's really low yeah um mm. but other than that you know once it's boosted up and everything else it actually sounds pretty good so okay it could still be a good cheap option for some people you know it could still yeah. uh, you're gonna have to do a bit more editing to get what you want out of it and if you're using it for streaming i'm not sure how that's gonna work for you in streaming maybe it'll sound fine in streaming and not like <clears throat> maybe it's supposed to song that uh, that thin or quiet and or whatever have you or maybe that's just how audacity works with it i don't know the point is is yeah. that um i'm back roger's back we're back yeah. <laughs> so we're back. yeah much. We're back. <laughs> we are back and um i think we should just jump right into it um i'm gonna start first i'm gonna just say it's darker days here. The winter has come around. I have experienced my first daylight saving time, so yeah, it's it is barbaric and weird. I think you should just keep the time and just say, you know what, it's gonna get, just get darker at a certain time or brighter at a certain time. So right now it's actually eight a.m. right now here in um in Redden, and um it's basically grayish outside. Like it's proper British weather. Like you cannot. It is a thick layer of cloud and the sun is nowhere in sight and actually the sun has been rising and setting like it's rising really late and setting really early so it's been dark at the wrong I mean, it's starting to get dark like four three four in the afternoon it's already getting dark and um this morning actually i was laying in bed um and i woke up and i looked out and i was like nah, it's still it's still night i can get some more sleep <laughs> <laughs> I looked out again. It's still, uh, it's still night. I can get some more sleep. Phone starts ringing. Hello, Q. 
you. It's podcast time. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that was me. <laughs> it was it was quite the experience. So there was that. Um, other than that as well, uh, I went out to EGX, um, EGX London 20, uh, 2019. I experienced that. It was terrible. Worst convention I've ever been to. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really? EGX is the worst, worst international convention I've been to. I've been to worst conventions in Trinidad and Tobago, but EGX, uh, is London was the worst international convention I've been to. And the reason why I say that it's, I'm not saying it would be the worst for you if you go to it as a patron or something, but for someone like me and, um, going as a member of the press, it, it was the worst. And there are a few reasons why. One, um, it, this was done at the Excel Center in London, which is a pretty big building, not as big as the, the venue we were in for, um, Gamescom, but it's a pretty big enough building, right? You enter the Excel Center. And you basically go, excuse me, you walk into these lines, you walk into to the building, sorry. And then there are these lines by one hall. I think it was hall seven or something like that. I think, I think it had a number, was it? Was it A7 or something like that? So it was a hall, A7 or whatever. We get to that hall and apparently there's this long line of people waiting to get in. So I wanted to know where's the press entry? Cause there's always a separate entry for press. So we don't have to stand up in a yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. I asked the security guard, he's like, no, 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 it's the same entry as this. I'm like, no, there's no way to, the guard doesn't know anything. Let me call the helpline. So I call the helpline. Hello. Hi. I need, I have a problem here. I'm just trying to find where the, um, where press entry is. Oh, no, you have to go to the same long line as everyone else. I'm like, bloody hell. So there's no press, um, thing. And the thing is, I had, I had, um, interviews booked for like 11 a.m. and I was, outside at 10 like after 10 and if i had to stop in that line the entire time i would never get it to get to the end um to the interview in time so i basically oh had to what the security guard advised me to do is just ask people to excuse and just try to cut through the line so that's exactly what i did got to the front got my press badge which wasn't even a badge it was just like a strap that said egx press on it so silver badge <laughs> and um sort of like an armband thing and then after i got that i went in and I met with the, well, I got lost. I couldn't find my way in. It was all done in one hall. So everything was sort of like stuffed into one hall. It wasn't like split apart in multiple halls as most conventions tend to do it. Um, uh, I, I, I don't want to say one hall in a sense because it's like, I say one wing because it's one side of the building because it's multiple halls sort of like opened up into one giant hall, basically. Mm. So they had it like that. So it basically, didn't seem to have any sort of proper structure and there was no map anywhere that I could find showing how to get around the venue or anything. I'm pretty sure they probably had something somewhere on their website or something, but it, the whole thing just seemed not very organized to make it easy for someone in, uh, in the press to actually cover this event. And the thing is that they actually state that the event is not for press. It's actually for public. Um, like it's not oh, yeah. designed for press, but the idea is that, but they do have press access and they do allow press to come to the event because how else are people going to talk about your event? You know, how else are you going to get more word yeah. out about your event than to have people, members of the media or, or, um, or content creators or whatever have you show that, Hey, I've been to this event and you should probably check it out at some point in time. Right. Indeed. And so, yeah, it was, it, I got there and I had a bunch of appointments and I actually didn't stay the entire day. I actually left before most of my, um, I had some other appointments in the afternoon and I just didn't stay back. Lex was like, he, you know, was like, yeah, Q, this isn't for me. I gotta go. Um, so he stayed for like, I think we stayed up till about maybe, uh, I want to say maybe after two, 
and then we left and went back out to came back out to Redden and so yeah that was the end of EGX so EGX not that good um I have to say though there was some we did get to check out some cool things while we were there we got to check out Plantronics we got to check out Team 17's games Team 17 has some cool stuff just just point that out they're really cool games there's one game we played which was basically um it's like a kitchen game where you you're in a kitchen and uh and you're basically trying to sort of like cook stuff but everyone is you could you could all help each other like four players could play together but it gets insane because people are dropping stuff on the ground and running around and tossing things around it, it, it's insane i think lex enjoyed that game so much and um team 17 told me email them after the event and they'll send out a copy for me i've emailed i haven't heard anything yet team 17 what you doing Ugh. respond to my email and send out that copy Psh, we waiting to cover that game <laughs> anywho um other than that uh, I also went back out to London for another event called MCM London Comic Con, which was also held in the Excel Center. But oof, complete contrast to EGX. And this is this just yeah. comes down to organization. One proper press access. You can press don't have to stand long stupid lines. I could just I walked up to the front. I'm like, hey, um, press, and the person looked at my card. They're like, oh, you just go in. I was like, okay. I walk in, see an security. Where do I go to get a press badge? Um, and all this, I just have like my ticket on my phone. Basically, the person looks at the ticket on the phone. Mm. I'll just go straight through to the end of the, the hall, and then um, you should get your badge there. So I literally walked through the entire venue to get my press badge because I came in on the, the opposite wing where there's not like it's it's two entries, but there's one entry on the opposite side that actually prints that actually has the badges, and mm. um, and so I, I just walked through the hall. I could have just literally just gone to anywhere if I wanted to because I was already in the venue. Walked straight through the hall. And then I got to the other end, and then I got my press badge, and I plopped it on. They scanned it, they gave me my press badge, plopped it on, and there I was, I was ready to go. I was like, oh, hello, how are you doing? So, basically, <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was pretty nice. So, MCM London was pretty good. Other than that, too, it was more organized. They, they spaced out their stuff in, in, in the halls. Um, it was just, it was even more packed. There was so much people there. A lot of cosplay. The cosplayers, they go all out. Like, man cosplayers shout out to all the cosplayers out there you guys are the true mvps you know so yeah mcm london was proper nice i really really enjoyed that event i just want to just just cement that knowledge in your head i really enjoyed mcm london comic-con and i can't wait to do it again i'm looking forward to doing mcm london comic-con again egx hell no <laughs> i don't know if i'll do that again i i really do i'm i'm thinking to myself if i do egx again it's gonna be Ugh. I don't know. I don't know how I would end up doing EGX again, but MCN London Con yeah. proper nice event. You know, proper nice. If you if you're looking for an event to go to in the UK, go to MCM London. I heard there's one mm. earlier in the year, and there's the, the one that I went to, which was in October. So it was mm. it was pretty nice, pretty 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 nice. Um, what and um, yeah, that's basically it. I mean, other than that, I've just been family stuff, um, doing stuff with the site, um, going out. I had um, I had my first Japanese food. I had some ramen, well, traditional Japanese food oh, made yeah. at a, a restaurant nice. called Wagamama's um, in Redden. Um, there's a lot of things that I can catch you that I have to catch you up on, Roger. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately for the show. I'm gonna have to catch you guys up later on that kind of stuff, but you know, <laughs> we got interesting things coming mm-hmm. or interesting things going on. You know, mm. anywho, Roger, you, 
What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, since it's two weeks ago, and as we were saying before we started to record, it feels actually longer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I was just getting out from that stubborn cold, and mm-hmm. finally it started to lose its a grip on me, mm-hmm. uh, and I got back on track with like normal procedures for me uh, during my work days and stuff like that. Also worked out again since I had a break for one and a half week. That felt good. I'm quite sore in my body after two <laughs> workouts, but that's okay. Uh, as you said, yeah, it's getting darker. Uh, and it's, maybe some of you guys know I, I go up early for work going to the airport. So I, I go up like 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And at that time, it's also cold. And now it's such a huge contrast from just a few weeks ago. And and uh, frost on the cars and stuff like that. So I also told Q, I got to fix my, my tires, got to change into winter tires. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, I could have done that actually this weekend, but there's mm-hmm. no time. So it's going to be probably next Friday. I hope mm-hmm. the weather's not going to... I hope there's not going to be snow until then <laughs> if I put it like that. I really hope. But besides that, it's been, it's been, it's been good. We've mm-hmm. had some good rehearsals with, with the Hard Rock Band, with Capital 59. Very mm-hmm. inspiring. Uh, new music songs coming up. And as I said to Q as well, well, after this is done, the recording, I'm going to the city. I'm going to pick up a microphone mm-hmm. and then go out to the re- rehearsal studio, meeting up with, with uh, my buddy there, the keyboard player. And we're going to have a lunch and then uh, start to mic up the whole drum kit properly again. It's all there, you know, but it, we haven't been able to have the set, set up uh, properly due to other things we fixed in, in the in the studio. So with that said, it's going to be my kind of focus on this afternoon and then getting back, it's more going to be uh, catching up as I usually do at the end of the week with YouTube. I've been streaming as normal. We're getting mm-hmm. to that soon as well. But otherwise, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's good to it's good to feel good again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not having that freaking stubborn cold and a sore throat because there's a lot of people still around me that Annalie my wife got got it like a few days ago I hope she's not like becoming ill ill Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah it's a thing I think everyone has been getting sick I mean um, Bella was coughing um, Zai has been coughing hopefully my mom doesn't listen to this podcast and then kill me for this because she she's like you don't get anyone else sick you know um, Lex was coughing <laughs> for a bit, but he got over it really quickly. Um, yeah, okay. And then there's a bunch of other people that got sick for being around me, I think. So, yeah. you know, shout out to all the sick people I infected yeah. after coming back yeah. from Germany. Shout Sorry. out to you guys. Get, get well soon. <laughs> Especially now, getting into its Halloween and stuff, you know? Oh, that, yeah. That kind of um, yeah. It was funny. I have to, fun fact, it's, it's so typical Isaac, my, my youngest son. When, when I came home yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it's already a bit... No, it's not dark. I shouldn't say that at all. No, it's, it wasn't dark. It was actually still daylight. <laughs> but it, it was dark in the house since uh, both Annalyn and Isaac was, you know, away working. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, it, it looked as if someone was in the hall. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, is someone at home? <laughs> and then when I came closer and uh, was about to open the door, then I realized Isaac had put, like, uh, what we call Mr. Bones, which is a full-size, like, skeleton. <laughs> In in the hall, looking out through through the door, sitting on a chair. <laughs> like, That's what he does. So so it's really cool. I, I kind of like that. He, he makes that uh, happening for for the kids in the neighborhood. He also went out. I didn't when I was streaming yesterday. Mm-hmm. Again, getting to that, mm-hmm. um, he, he he put on like a, a, a disguise. So I don't know what he actually had, uh, and he had was holding a. Uh, What's that? Uh, 
just a second. Uh, I have to think about like a lantern or a light in his hand, uh, walking around quietly in the neighborhood so the kids could see him. <laughs> I think he scared a few, to be honest. <laughs> I, I think I'd probably have been scared, you know, just like... Yes. <laughs> I'd probably have been probably No, scared. I know now mm-hmm. what he used. He has a, a disguise that is, it looks like the invisible man. Mm. Uh if you know with the the, the white thing uh, uh, on his face or, or the mm-hmm. whole head, a hat, and, and <coughs> s- some glasses, special like looking glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So he did that. Okay, that's <laughs> that's that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So good. Yes. Good. 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 Okay. Okay. Isaac, how this here in the neighborhood? Sorry yeah. to all the neighborhood kids out there. Uh, probably it's going to be a few people knocking on the kids knocking on the door. I think it's more. This evening, oh, like tonight, I think probably. I think it was last night for London, um, for Redden. Yeah, yeah, um, it is, it is indeed, so indeed. Was, but, but I think, uh, like pra- practice-wise, or how you would say, I think most most kids gonna come here. Uh, I think this evening. So we we do have some candy ready for them. It's not mm-hmm. only gonna be a skeleton in the hall. Trick or treat. Trick or treat, I've come for candy. Um, yep. mm-hmm. You know what? Halloween teaches kids how to beg, man. That's basically what they're teaching your kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's proper homeless behavior you teach the kids when you, when you teach about for Halloween. <laughs> exactly. Like, this is what you... Think this, about it. Yeah, think about it. You go from house to house begging people for stuff. And if you don't get anything, you get angry. I'm just saying. Proper homeless <laughs> <Yeah>. behavior. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty weird if you think about it. Pretty weird. It's an American holiday, though, so it's yeah, kind of expected so okay, to be weird. Yeah, it's kind of like explains yeah, it, right? <laughs> explains it. Mm-hmm. Teaching kids mm-hmm. begging and being like, mm-hmm. It's all yeah. Good. Yeah. But so. never, nevertheless, besides that, it's been, of course, gaming going on, and uh, I, I can continue actually since I've on on a streak here. <laughs> I I have been playing a lot of Modern Warfare. Uh, the game was released on the 25th of October. And as I told you guys before, playing the Alpha and the Beta, of course, I was interested to continue in the full game. Uh, big thanks to Activision already that sent me the code, the game, and it will be a review later on. The thing is that it was actually, or is even more content that I was kind of thinking about at initially mm-hmm. because what they've done here uh, first of all I want to say that this is a completely different Call of Duty that I have experienced before and I think a lot of people that plays the game would agree with me mm-hmm. uh, first of all just uh, the visuals I mean it's a new graphics engine and it mm-hmm. looks very different just by that uh, also Infinity War has has another vision with this game and it's quite clear that they want some more uh, towards realistic look and gameplay mm-hmm. as well. So it also shows uh, when we're going into the maps uh, in the multiplayer, the map design, it's not so much the classical three lane maps, uh, it's more cluttered it's more buildings, corridors windows, uh, rooms stuff mm-hmm. like that, which also affects the gameplay mm-hmm. in many ways and you, you have to adapt I have been I mean, I have been struggling, mm-hmm. uh, and I usually don't do that in these kind of <laughs> no. games. But that is due to the, to also mindset of mine, because I'm used to be able to uh, find a good class and then, you know, slap people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> but but here it's 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 hard because you you will encounter people inside buildings, and the footsteps are very loud. I, I hope they will do a 
bit of, of tuning there because it's so easy to sit and just, you know, aim down sight in a hallway mm-hmm. or in a room if you want to play like chicken style. So <laughs> so that's the thing. I'm not saying it's it's wrong in some games and we get into kind of borderline thing be- between actually like camping or playing tactical. Mm-hmm. So because there are tactical um elements and, and I would say also game modes that are quite interesting and the, the game the gunplay is amazing in the game I think it's one of the best I've experienced in a very very long time uh-huh. so that is super duper nice uh-huh. uh, the ground war mode is there 32 versus 32 it, it needs tuning uh-huh. uh, one thing that I don't like is that the tanks are like spawning more or less all the time and, <laughs> and it's very they become very dominant if you if you play them right, and it's a bit too much because since the infantry or or, or the actual gunplay is good, then it kind of yeah, it feels. I mean, I I'm gonna be honest. I could they could lift out the tanks <laughs> if you ask me. I I don't. I'm not sure. I don't want to see them in the game. <laughs> or and you at least delay spawn time so you have mm-hmm. some kind of timer regarding that. Mm-hmm. And maybe also, uh, if you're playing, I mean, I, I like to play as a sniper and, and uh, I can still play a bit aggressive. Uh, there's a deep, like, uh, or, I, well, deep, it's a, it's a very uh, throughout, like, con- uh, worked system when it comes to um, weapon customization. Sorry, mm-hmm. yeah, depth. That's, that's the word I was yeah. looking for. Uh, that yes. takes time to get into and also to find because you're almost, depending on the attachments you put on the guns, they become like almost like another gun in a way. Mm-hmm. So that takes time to discover, to understand, and also to find the best ways to, to, uh, to achieve this. Um, they have done interesting like challenges to actually unlock weapons also or... Uh, you might even call them legend versions of some weapons. Uh, so I think that's pretty cool if you like to grind and do that kind of things too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but what I was about to say is that, for example, that for me as a sniper, the ADS time, aim down scope time, is very slow. Mm-hmm. And you have to struggle with that for some time until you unlock attachments that makes the ADS like faster, just as an example. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's it's different. It's very different. And then for the first time yesterday when I was streaming, mm-hmm. I, did, I did stream Modern Warfare. I first The first hour or more than an hour, I played uh, some... Uh, uh, multiplayer, and then I got into the campaign for the first time since I'm also preparing for a review. So, uh, and as usual, the campaign mm-hmm. in a Call of Duty game and also here in Modern Warfare uh, plays really well. It's mm-hmm. fun to play. It's very fun to play. Um, there's also this Spec Ops mode, which uh, I haven't. Re- I've just touched or scratched the surface. I was playing with the agent adam last weekend but we and i mean agent adam is a really good player Mm -hmm. and we weren't able to 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 finish that it was too hard so you need to be yeah you need to be four you need to be a full squad we were only two and Mm -hmm. when the waves of of enemies are coming at the (laughs) it's 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 crazy it's crazy man Mm -hmm. uh so so that that's something you 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 need uh but they are they can be interesting it's Mm -hmm. fun uh playing together like that and especially since the AI is 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 is, uh, is not only decent it's, uh, decent uh, they are good so um, it's a thing the game is is uh, they have done something definitely uh, contributed something new to the franchise it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of discussions uh, I think uh, for on or in the future here um, when it comes to the 
you know do's and don'ts with 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 the, the game and Call of Duty overall, mm-hmm. especially considering that there's another developer taking on uh, after this. So uh, I, if we're thinking uh, in the future, what's going to happen then? How the next game is going to be? It's going to go back to more the like arcadeish style, or mm-hmm. what? What are we expecting? You know, so because. Uh, No matter what, I think Infinity Ward here now in 2019 put like a milestone that well, this is this is something new. It's like a new era. True. And uh, yeah, so it so the, the kind of breaking it down, I guess, especially regarding the multiplayer, is more towards tactics and and a bit more towards Rainbow Six CS:GO kind of moments here and there. You know, yes, it's still Call of Duty, but it has that kind of aspects or, or you know gameplay as well. So, oh. yeah. Okay. I guess that's it. Well, I did survive the zombie. I did actually play the zombie survival mode in that Call of Duty as well. Um, this was back in mm. Cologne. I was I was getting to actually I was trying all the same headphones I have on right now. I was actually t- um, testing all these headphones, the the um the new Astro A50s. And as I was trying out the headphones, the game they were letting us demo it with was actually the new Call of Duty on there. Um, with the zombie yeah. mode, so I did get to try that out, and I was like, eh, "Okay," because at first I was like, "Is this a movie? What kind of?" I was because it has like all these big long cutscenes and stuff before you get into the zombie killing, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay, this is looking good. This this is looking good." And then I realized it's a game, and then I start shooting stuff, and I'm like, "These controls feel so, um, familiar. Like, is this Call of Duty?" Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Yeah, yeah it's Call of Duty." I was like, "Oh, okay." Okay, okay, okay. My computer keeps signing me out of a Google Docs for some reason. I don't know why. Um, okay. <laughs> it's, it keeps saying you've been signed out of Google Docs. Sign back in to see to see the file. That's Sometimes. weird. Yeah, it is pretty weird. It keeps signing me out. And Google Docs is, has a bad morning. And, uh, don't know what it is. But moving into from for me as gaming, I've been playing. Yeah, I've been playing quite a lot of games. Um, but I think the most notable. One is Atelier Riser, and um, Atelier Riser is a Nintendo. Well, it's on the Nintendo Switch. It's on the PC, and it's also on the PlayStation Four, if I remember correctly. And it's a Japanese RPG, Japanese role-playing game. And in the game, you play as a girl um, named Riser, and she lives on this island. And uh, basically, she just um, she basically just gets to. What's the best way to put this? Um, She basically becomes an alchemist um, due to uh, some circumstances, and when as an alchemist, you basically create stuff by mixing um, different things together. Now, her teacher basically says, "Oh, you can create stuff from nothing," but that is so stupid because you actually do create from something because you have to find ingredients and then make the thing. So, it's not from nothing; it's converting one thing to another thing, basically, or a set of things into one thing. So, basically. It signed me out again. What the hell, Google? <laughs> Let me refresh. That's it. weird. That is really weird. Ah, it says signed out. You have been signed out. You must sign in again to save this. Um, changes to this file. I'm gonna hit stop to this page. Don't refresh it. Oh crap. Okay, there's something wrong with this. I don't know what it is. Yes. Let me actually reopen the whole thing and see if that helps, because that is weird, and um, and it is weird. So yeah, so basically, um, Rise it's, it's a JRPG. You go wrong, you're fighting monsters, you're collecting items, and then as you collect the items, you can then um, you can just 
basically merge them together to get um to get more stuff how the game progresses it progresses by you creating more stuff and and then continuing following the storyline so um the more you create stuff the more you're able to progress the story and you have two mm. levels you have a level for your character and you have a level for your alchemy skills so the higher your alchemy skills the higher your level the more progress you make in the game um, the battle system is a turn-based battle system. It's um, it's pretty interesting. It basically is similar to like Final Fantasy VIII, I think. It has a similar style to that because mm-hmm. um, it's turn-based. But you only control one player in your party. You can choose who you want to control. You can switch between who you're controlling. But you mainly control one and the other two players in your party will auto-attack. Right? You can then change how they attack, how aggressively, what moves they use, that kind of stuff. You can change that. Or you could just manually switch them and control what they do. When you switch, the character you're controlling will then automatically attack, basically. It says unauthorized access to the podcast show notes. You've got to be kidding. Okay, now I'm loaded in. Oh my god, what's going on here, man? What? <laughs> okay, I'm back in. Back in. Don't know what the hell's going on here, but it's just a proper weird. Um, yeah, so basically, that's how um, Atelier Riser plays. And um, the game is nice. It's, it's visually it looks great on the Switch. Um, it also looks great on the PC. It looks better on the PC, obviously. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it it also plays really well on the Switch. I find um, the frame rate is pretty sti- um, pretty sturdy, and you basically can do quite a lot. It's a great RPG to just sit back, kick back, and relax. It's a relaxing game to play. Um, a lot of dialogue, though. A lot of dialogue. So prepare if you're gonna play this game. Prepare to basically be doing a lot of dialogue, a lot of reading, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, Terrorizer must have definitely pick it up if you haven't already. Pick it up if you're into JRPGs. So yeah, yeah. I see. It's uh, the devs and publishers are Koei Tecmo Games yes. company, and it's also was released on the 29th of October. I was mm-hmm. just checking out on Steam. Mm-hmm. It has some mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't really been reading, but yeah, people are thinking different things. Not mm-hmm. that unusual, but yeah, those people are wrong if they think the game is anything but awesome. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just I think what it is about, at least what one player was talking about, uh, I think it has to do with the PC version. Oh, really? One of my uh, mates, he's been yes. playing on PC and he said... Yeah, they're, they're talking about poor optimization and oh, really? also uncapped frame rate. That, no, upkept frame rate was a good one, but it's mainly about the poor optimization, lacks basic graphic settings, stuff like uh, that. Oh, you know what? When it comes to PC games, everyone expects to have these insane graphic settings and stuff. And I, I have to admit, I, I as well like to see good graphic settings. But sometimes it's um, if the game works and I don't have to ch- change much, like you know, if, if it works and it's not too cumbersome, then I can't be bothered, man. You know, I mean, if if it just works, why should it be yeah. a problem that there are no graphic settings for the game if the game runs um, steady on the system? And stuff like that because my mates who one of my mates who was playing it on PC he was telling me that it, it ran um it, it ran great. One person is saying here um the poor optimization on, on the GTX ten sixty. Um this game at ten eighty P dips to into fifty um frames per second territory. Oh, so this is an issue. Yeah. Um then exactly. you are um when you are in town and about seventy five to eighty when nothing's going on playing early access um you e4 games that look okay so he's actually saying that it dips during the tongue sections basically another person says it lacks full screen 
resolution. Um, so you checked and it doesn't um, check full screen options to allow 3840 by 2160 on dropless. So it says, yeah, um, it lacks full screen settings for that. And another person says very limited, um, bad PC settings. So mainly it's like the, the PC settings basically, I, I guess, for, for the game. So I would say if you're picking yeah. it up on, on platforms, you may actually want to pick it up on the... I, st- I would still say pick it up on PC. It's probably going to be optimized. It's going to be a, yeah. a, a patch or something. Exactly. But I see here uh, someone is actually saying the devs promised a PC optimization in the future. So that makes it very worth it. So hopefully, as you were also pointing out, I hope they do this. Mm-hmm. Because i just been reading out through and, and uh, it seems to be... Uh, you know thoughts and, and uh, you know sayings about this so hopefully they do that definitely hopefully they do um, and the game is it's standard price 60 um, US um, which in euros would be about um, 43 euros <coughs> how much are you seeing it at mm-hmm. Roger is it about 43.99 uh, for, for, well no I think it was I don't I, ter- I put down the tab actually <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm going to assume forty three um ninety nine because I think that's the regular price I've been seeing games over here for um sixty dollars games that would be sixty dollars back in the US. I'm seeing them for about that price right now over here. Mm. So I'm gonna assume it's that. Uh, let's hope I'm right. You know what? I hate not knowing. I'm gonna Google it. It um, looks on Steam here in euros. It looks like fifty nine ninety nine. Fifty nine ninety nine. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yes. That fifty nine ninety nine. Really? Yeah. Steam. Yeah. Okay. Let me actually check this out. I'm gonna check Steam here in the UK. Um, the digital deluxe edition with bonus is seventy four ninety nine. I'm seeing forty nine ninety nine here in pounds and fifty nine ninety nine in um for the deluxe. Yeah, but it's almost the same, isn't it? Is forty nine ninety nine pounds um the equivalent of fifty nine ninety nine in euros? Is the euro worth more than the pound, or less than the pound? Is no, it? less. I think it's less actually, but I'm oh. not sure. I mean, I can check that. But uh. okay, 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 okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay, so the euro is equivalent to the US dollar then in price, basically. So it's like one to one. Trying to figure this one out, to be honest. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting US. very curious. Yeah, I think it's about the same it's... price based on what I've seen. Um, I, I'm assuming based on, on the information we have at hand, I'm assuming it, it has to be around the same price range. Um, How much was it in British pounds? Forty. What is it? Forty-nine ninety-nine. Oh god, this thing has signed me out again. Forty-nine. Yes, it's the same. It's the same, as I said. Uh, okay, 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 okay. We got this. We got this. Oh, come on. So it's still doing that shit. Well, but can, I wonder gonna, if it helps I'm, if you use another web browser or something. I'm going to load it on my phone, not that. I'm going to load it on my phone. I don't know what the hell is going on. I'll just no. pull it up on my phone. I have Google. Yeah. Have Google Drive on my phone. Mm-hmm. while you're doing that... I can actually move on in the tell this section. <laughs> and I can start by, since we haven't been talking, guys, for quite some time, uh, I might have mentioned, I think I've already done that, actually. I was, okay, nevertheless, I have been watching uh, Watchmen, the new series on HBO, and, and it's week two, meaning that there was a new episode this week, and me and Isaac is following this. Uh, 
it's a good series. It's not amazing, but it's good. And if you like um, Watchmen, even though this series apparently has different characters than, than like the movie. Uh, you should definitely check it out. It's some cool shit in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But besides that, I want to put some extra focus on last weekend. Uh, on Saturday, the whole family actually went to the movie theater. And uh, both Adam and, and Isaac had already watched the movie that I'm going to talk about. But they thought it was so good that they wanted to watch it again. And the movie I'm talking about is the new Joker movie. And it's, uh, of course, starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix as mm-hmm. Joker. And he is amazing. And the mm-hmm. movie, I, I'm telling you guys, this is one of the best movies I've seen for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, it's I, I knew a bit what to expect because... Mm-hmm. You know, like we ha- we have superhero movies, right? We're talking yeah. about the Marvel universe and the Marvel movies. That mm-hmm. that's that's completely something different. Mm-hmm. I am glad that DC is taking on this approach, and I hope that they mm-hmm. continue to do something like this because this is a genre. If they um, get these good like uh, actors and director Todd Phillips doing these kind of things, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, this is a movie. That is a movie movie, <laughs> meaning great, great storyline, great produced, great filmed, great acting, great everything. I'm a bit surprised that it only has 8.8 on IMDb. Don't get me wrong. That's a very high score. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, wow, this is this movie has been like inside me, so to speak, like two, <laughs> three days after I actually watched it, meaning the beginning of this week. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't like uh, movies that go like in depth of things and really um, like face the bad sides of humankind or and mental disturbances, mm-hmm. then you probably don't gonna feel well watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Because in this movie, I think Joaquin Phoenix is is going very far, or they, I would say, also of course, Todd Phillips directing. Uh, taking on the mentally troubled, tra- troubled, sorry, the mentally troubled comedian Arthur Fleck mm-hmm. that is disregarded, mistreated by society, and this is something that we have never seen or maybe even thought about when it comes to Joker. Mm-hmm. Why and how uh, does it play out? What what makes him become what he is? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I would say yes, he has this disturbance already from the beginning, and you will see that early on in the movie without even spoiling. Mm-hmm. But you will also see a man trying his best, you know, to adapt, you know, uh, to uh, the society, trying to keep his job, trying to, you know, find friends, all these kind of things. And, and everything more or less goes wrong. So it's it's not only him being what he is, but it's also the society being what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's a two-way thing. So he then embarks on a downward spiral because that's what what's happening here of revolution and bloody crime. Mm-hmm. And the path brings him face to face with his alter ego, the Joker. And I think the way they, they tell this story and present this is, is amazing. And it also connects very well and also, without spoiling, also tells the story uh, towards the family, the Wayne family, Thomas Wayne and also later, you know, like the young Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. that we haven't really been knowing or thinking of at least not mm-hmm. me so uh for me to you this is a big recommendation of a movie okay um, already you I also have this. robert de niro in here robert well. de niro is play- 
Yeah, mm-hmm. he's playing. A, he's playing a, a like a talk show host. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Wow. There's, um, there's also no, it, um, Zazie Beats as well, who was in um. Yes. What do you call this movie? The one with um. With Deadpool, she was in Deadpool. Yes, yes, um, she's very good here too. She doesn't have a big role, but it's it's big enough and clear enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Francis Francis Conroy. Uh, I have to. She mention looks familiar. She looks uh, familiar, but I can't remember what I've seen. Yeah, her I've before. seen her in 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 many things. Uh, she's she's uh, acting as uh, as Arthur Fleck's mother, Penny mm-hmm. Fleck, uh, right. meaning Joker's mother. Mm-hmm. Because he he lives home still with his mom, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a big thing with that too that will come up later in the movie. Okay, uh, who she is or who she's not, if we mm-hmm. put it like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, wow, yeah, wow. I am looking forward to giving this movie a look. See, yeah, um. you should, you should. It 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 digs deep. It it does, but it's mm. great and it's also nice with the layout because this is like in the seventies. Mm-hmm. So the whole film when it starts, I was like, "Dude, are we in the right movie theater? Is this <laughs> Joker, or are we watching some retro movie? What's happening here?" Here's a question: <laughs> when you when you go to see films in Swedish theaters, do you see subtitles, or do you see um, or are they in English or are they in Swedish? What, how does it work? Yeah, well, the subtitles are in 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 Swedish, but of course we we have original languages always. Okay, so overdub. So it's gonna be English. Um, so if, let's say, yes. for example, I came over and we went to the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, you can always watch, watch whatever movie. movie. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. I see how it works. <laughs> yes, so. that's, I think that's good. That, I think that's also a reason why. I mean, I, we've talked about this before. I mean, also being young, living in Sweden, you have the TV series, the movies. You hear English. Mm-hmm. You talk English. You learn English early in school. So it's you know a lot of. Swedish people talk English properly, mm-hmm. so, so basically, I guess. you're telling me I should move to Sweden. That's, that's what I'm taking yes. from that. Kind of, kind mm-hmm. of. <laughs> Start packing my bags today. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> I'll see you in a bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> for me, I have been watching yeah. a show that you watched before, and you actually recommended oh. to me. And yeah, there the, we go. There we go. Now I see. Now I can read. My God, my <laughs> eyes were were closed. They're opening up. And Zesami. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So I finally got to see the boys. Um yes. And good luck. I haven't finished the whole season yet for the first nice. season. Um, but I've started it. And oh my God, this is probably one of the best um series I've seen in a while. Um, yep. and it's an 8.8 on IMDb. Um, I'm actually gonna give it uh, maybe a nine, right? Yeah, as, as a rating, I'd probably give it a nine. It is really, really good. Um, it, the, the first episode really gets you because you're, you're really thinking, oh, it's gonna go one way, and it doesn't. It does not go the way you think it's gonna go in the first episode, and then mm-hmm. it's just it just spirals out of like when you see the end. Of, I think the end of the first episode really got me. I was like. <gasps> Oh my god! Because you're really t- um like the main character, the guy who plays um who plays this this superhero who's like what's his name again? His superhero name? Uh, uh, um, Homelander. Uh, Homelander. Yes, Homelander. Like you you mm. you basically sold this 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 idea of Homelander, and oh my god! At the end of the episode, it's like really, really. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so basically, how this works is it's basically if superheroes existed in the real world, and basically they were part of a, of a system whereby it it became corrupt, whereby it was like a, a business basically to be a superhero. So you got into the superhero yeah. business, you were saving people, yeah, but it was also a part of a business where you have marketing deals and you have agents and all these sort of stuff for being a superhero. And the biggest agencies would obviously bring in the most money and also have the biggest superheroes as well. And so you're basically following the biggest team in the world of superheroes, the the, the best superheroes. Um, and you're not really following them, but you're following someone who is following them, someone who's following up mm. on on something related to them. So you start from there, and it just gets better and better and better. And the main character, whoo, it is it is interesting. It is very yeah. interesting. Um, and I'm just saying, I, I really like it. I really like um, I really like the boys. It's it's proper. Because um, the characters you follow, the, who you would technically call the main characters, they're basically the villains. <laughs> exactly, it's, it's, it's vigilantes, you know, that sets out to take down these corrupt superheroes. You know, mm-hmm. so that's kind of cool. And the leader there, the main character, is is uh, Carl Urban, that mm-hmm. goes under the name Billy Butcher. <laughs> oh, he looks so good with that beard, though. Like, yeah, I've seen does. I've seen him in other films without the beard, and he looks he looks fine in other films and stuff like that. You know, he's played some yeah, some really good roles and stuff. But man. The beard, man. Sometimes the beard really I, makes I you. Know. You know, you, you, you have a beard and then you're just like, you know what? I'm a man now. I have a beard. I yeah. have a beard. But, but it's true. Some men, especially in... As you, I, I totally agree with you. He he looks very good with a beard. Yeah. Not everyone does like that. But he really... It gave him even a more profound look and, and more manly. Yeah. So, yeah. He looks really refined. He looks like hardcore with the beard. You know, without it, he's kind of... Yep. In in this in in this he looks he looks like a different person and a cooler person too like like uh, he just looks really cool and edgy and just oh cool dude you know like you'd yeah. want to hang with him if you're going out for drinks and stuff like that this is the guy Indeed. you want to hang with you know and he's basically he's, he's just basically just like a, a proper good bad guy like he's not really bad he's again like a vigilante I think you're correct in that one he's a vigilante because he's trying to do good but yeah. Man, they're, they're going about it in some interesting ways, and yeah, it just—it yes. is. I'm just saying this. This is this is proper, proper good stuff. There's also Jack Quad. Um, there's Anthony Starr. There's Erin um, Moirati. There's Dominique um, Megalo. Um, how do you say that? Um, Mekelgot, Mekelgok. Um, there's Jesse T. Usher. There is um, Laz Alonso. Um, Alonso. There is Chase Crawford. Um, there is um, my favorite. I think one of my favorite characters as well is um, is played by um, Tomo Capon, who's who's Frenchy. I like Frenchy a lot. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Frenchy is proper, proper nice, proper cool. Frenchy, how you doing? Um, so yeah, so the boys really, really, really good. Highly recommended. And I think if you haven't seen it yet. What are you waiting for? Get out there, mm-hmm. see it. Um, you know, give, you know, share your opinions. Let us know what you think about the boys, and all that kind of good stuff. The second thing I've been watching is an anime series called Mr. Stone, and there's actually a review for this on the Button Smashers. Um, it was done by Blair, so you can go check that review out if you get a chance, um, or when you get a chance. Um, and so Mr. Stone is. Oh, there's a knocking on the door. I think we have a delivery. Uh-oh. Give me one sec. I'll be right back. 
Yeah, sure. So. Yeah. during the podcast well you were with me the whole time but the the mic that was that was listening on the show wasn't so yeah i just had to run along to get a package at the door um all right so mr stone so mr stone is basically an anime series whereby in the story what happens is that everyone in the world gets petrified they get turned to stone and um and then they wake up three thousand years in the future um, but some people start waking up. Um, basically, you start following these two young um, boys who they wake up, and they are then now living in this new world, and they basically have to. Um, how can I say? They basically have to figure things out. Uh, and one of the young boys, he's a, a he's part of the science class. He was like the lead of the science mm-hmm. of the science club or whatever have you. And so he knows a lot of stuff, and so he's sort of like restarting civilization. Basically, there's another guy. He found out what they they basically have found a potion that um you make this potion. Uh, it's a mixture of alcohol and nitric acid or something like that, and that fo- causes people to come back to life from these um these stone forms. The this one guy he decides, you know what? I don't think we should bring back the adults. I think we should just bring back the kids because adults make the world bad because of the fact that, you know, they, they're the ones that start wars and they have their old ideals and all that kind of stuff. And if you bring them back, they're going to bring back all the bad problems we had in the world. Um, then you have the main character who's like, no, 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 I'm bringing back everyone. Um, which I kind of agree with the other guy, though, but I don't agree the way he's doing it. I agree just bring back the, the kids and um, and leave the adults. I mean, in a, in a situation like that, I'd count it as an adult, so I wouldn't be brought back, but I'm okay with that. I think, like, it would be better for our future. Like, you know, you just let the kids um, sort of figure it out. They're, they're sort of more progressive, and, and they're less likely to continue this sort of crap that adults would have would, would do today. So... Mm. Um, basically, yeah, so they end up, um, they're now basically going against each other and, um, and they're trying to make their ideals possible, right? The, the, the guy who wants to bring back the adults, um, who doesn't want to bring back the adults, sorry, is super strong. So he's the strongest guy out there. So, um, and the other guy, he's just super smart. So it's, it's basically brain versus brawn, um, going on here in the world and they're both trying to bring back people, but bring back people with their ideals in the show. Alright, so that is, um, that's basically what it, how the show goes. It's an animation and it's, um, basically rated 83, uh, um, so 8.3 out of 10. I'm actually gonna give it a 10. I think it's pretty good. I think it's really up there. Mm. Um, and I think it's something you should check it out. So, Mr. St- um, sorry, Dr. Stone, um, you can find it on Crunchyroll. As for the boys, you find that on Amazon, um, video, um, with Prime. So, yeah. That's basically my, my watching for the week. Raj. Have we gotten to the end of the show already? It, I think we are, actually. As we said, it's been a long time talking, and it's been good being back. 
And as always, I uh, hope you have enjoyed. Uh, we have. It was a great moment of this early Friday morning. Probably you're not listening on a Friday, but still we're recording on a Friday. Uh, I hope you're going to have a beautiful Halloween weekend and stuff like that. What uh, are you doing the like outro? Oh my God, what am I doing? There's a thing oh, that we should write about now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, how embarrassing. That's after like thousands of episodes, then everything cracks, at least in my head. Oh, too tired today, man, after the four weeks at the airport. Oh, it's okay. I am so sorry. It's yeah. okay. Well, we, we, could, we could edit that out or not. You decide. <laughs> no, that's stayed in there. You. Okay. Uh, okay, I, I thought so. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what's that thing yeah. called? Shout out for your podcast. Mm. Shout out for your podcast is a podcast is we call Upside Dog Shark. What can you tell us about Upside Dog Shark, Raj? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> your one-stop shop for pop culture news. <laughs> Expect film, music, comics, art, books, wrestling, and a whole lot more. Mm. Uh, it's a pretty good podcast, really high quality. It's a UK-based podcast as well, and I happen to have guested on said podcast, uh, I believe... It was their... What episode was it? Um, eh, let me actually find... I should have found that before the show started so I could just tell you guys the episode and then you go on it and you'll be like, oh my God, <laughs> he was on this episode. We should listen to it. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so basically, I guessed it on their episode labeled... Uh, it's the newest episode up to this point in time anyway. Episode uh, 102. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry, 120. Nice. Sorry, 120. Episode 120. Um, I was on their show, and um, yeah, am I looking at the right episode? I'm not seeing my name here, because I know they listed my name in the show notes when they published that episode. Um, <laughs> I think I may, I think there may have been an episode since the one I was on then. Uh, mm. Yes, I was on episode 119. Alright, so I was on 119, not 120, 119. Um, but you should just check out all the episodes. They're pretty good. Really high quality podcasts. They have a video version on YouTube and also on um, other podcast applications. Um, so yeah, check out Upside Down Shark. Um, oh yeah. So, um, before we do the outro, there's something I wanted to just um, sort of squeeze in here. And mm-hmm. um, that is actually today is my sister-in-law's birthday. So today's oh. Bella's birthday, actually, today. Um, now, I've already wished her a happy birthday first, because at midnight, I texted her, because she was in bed already. So technically speaking, I was the first person to wish her a happy birthday. Anyone else? You failed. I have won this. Um, I actually just saw Bella in the halls, actually, when I ran out to get the, the package, because uh, I think she was in the restroom, and she came out, and I came out, and we just looked at each other, I was like, no, I'll get it. So, um, when I get out of here, I'm going to actually wish her a proper happy birthday. Um, I don't know where my brother is. <laughs> I don't know where Lex has gone to. Um, but basically, yeah, I think him and Zai have gone somewhere. Uh, I think the plan was basically to just um, leave Bella at home for the entire day to have the day to herself. Um, she's working from home today. Um, so, I'm actually going to leave after this podcast as well. Uh, but yeah, just to give you guys, um, the gist, um, basically, um, yeah. So to Bella, whenever you listen to this episode, um, this is the second happy birthday you, or the third happy birthday you'd hear from me because I'll speak to you after I get off the show, but happy birthday, Bella. And, um, hope you are having a wonderful day. I know she was planning to wake up really late and she did. She got up after nine. So, you know, very nice bells. Very nice. Um, So, yeah, she's just going to relax today and get some work done um, at home. And um, hopefully it goes really, really well. 
Um, mm. As for... At least I think that's the plan. No, I think about it. I don't even know what... Le- I'm going to have to call Lex first. I don't even know what the plan is for today. <laughs> exactly. What was the plan? What was the plan? Um, yeah. so, Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. So basically, yeah. Um, happy birthday again, Bells. Uh, and I will say this to you again in the halls a little while after I finish recording this. So... <laughs> So yes, um, I think now we should take it. Um, our we should say our you know parting words. I guess. Um, I guess this. I guess is it now? It's now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, well, I've already said everything, so in a way, but at the wrong point, guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna mm-hmm. add to the to it that have a great one. I was just about to say have a happy halloween and stuff like mm-hmm. that if you are actually celebrating or at least uh, or some some doing something in there uh i saw yesterday for example a common friend of me and q uh, in mm-hmm. my stream uh blind shot he he mm. posted a pic he had bought a cool costume online it was glowing and stuff and yeah stuff like that it would have something with friends or mm. but anyways uh take care guys you got some tips again when it comes to tv shows and movies uh this time around i think it's like so top 10 so you just have to watch it mm-hmm. we have been talking about and also some video gaming news and, and uh, thoughts about new releases so mm-hmm. have a great one have a good weekend a good week wherever you are when you're listening to this and we talk soon again okay muffin and out ah. And with that, guys, as always, you can find Rog at Foyspish Blast pretty much everywhere. He streams Sleep. on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Sundays, correct? Yes, on the Twitch. On the Twitch. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> um, I actually have to join you for one of those upcoming streams, though, because, I mean, my PC is up and yes. running, so, like, anytime, man. Indeed. Just, just let me know the game in advance so I can install whatever it is. Um mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, you can find me at LP Gardeners, L-P-G-R-D-I-N, that's Gardeners Auto U. Um, you can find me well on everywhere as well. Uh, also, Z Twitch. Um, <laughs> but not as often. I'm more I'm more present on um, on YouTube um, these days. So you can find me pretty much everywhere. And uh, I don't have a schedule at the moment for streaming. I just basically pop up to stream whenever I want. And um, also, I put videos and reviews and all that kind of good stuff, uh, as mentioned before. Um, you can find an unboxing for one of the headphones that... I don't know if I mentioned this in the show, if it was before. Either way, um, some of the headphones that I've gotten received, the yeah, unboxing videos for it up on the YouTube channel. And there will be more unboxing videos coming soon. And there will be more tech videos and there will be reviews and all that kind of good stuff. And then there's a new review for a Yu-Gi-Oh game called Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist Link Evolution. Uh, I will not go into detail about it on the show, but you can listen to the review or watch the review on the YouTube channel um, at LP Guardian on YouTube. So with that, guys, as always, we wouldn't like you guys to miss out on any of the episodes of That Beautiful Life. Many beautiful people like you subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Acast, Castbox, TheButtonSmashers.com, and elsewhere. And what's the company today that I like it that we're giving away for free? So as always, guys, this has been queued for your pleasure.